0: Hello all and welcome to Sunday Q and recorded on Friday at Tilbury, um, at Tilbury Services on my half hour break. Just ran five pallets down. Easy day today. I knocked myself out yesterday. It was like fifteen. Well, no, it wasn't fifteen hours. I'm talking about. It was. I had a puncture. I just drove myself mental. Started at three o'clock in the morning. Finished about five o'clock at night. Just about. Um, yeah long and so I said an easy one today. picked up in Milton Keynes ran it down to Canton and Brienne, I'm coming back empty but I've got decent money for the job so I'm happy right so what we got um, in reduction firstly Jason Burke Yay! Well done, my friend. He's got himself a job delivering medical supplies, I think. Bless him. The man seems to... The world seems to be throwing all kinds of stuff at him, but um, I think he finally might be on the up, mate. I really hope you are. I want to hear a success story from you. You certainly deserve it. Um, And also, Danny Boy is in the lorry now. Uh, Please, it's an Arctic, Danny. Sounds like an Arctic. It's a Volvo something... Volvo... uh, FH460. He's asking people to name it. Mate... I can't name your truck. You have to name your truck. Should be a girl's name. Sometimes it's a boy's name. But it should be a girl's name, because they're, they're girls, aren't they? Um, and it's something you have to work it out yourself. The first one, Penny, came to me. Alice, came to me. Jessica, my wife Lisa named, never quite worked. No, you've got to find it yourself. You drive it, you get you go. Feels like, is it, feels like a Bertha? No, feels like a Shirley, no. Susan. Yes, i Susan. You know, that's, that's how it fun. works. Right, what we got this week? I did one on transport managers. Um, like I say, the way Daniel is super duper lovely. Um, I'm trying to do as much of it as I possibly can myself to take the pressure off him. And also, if you just want to run kosher and you plan it correctly, all your transport managers should really need to do is to look at your statistics, look at your data and go, yep, yeah, everything's fine. And that's what I want. Because I don't, I want, he I want, I turned around, he said, if you get the ministry in here right now, look at you, he said, you'll get an instant green light. And that's what I want. I don't want to be stopped. I don't want the aggravation. I just want green lights all the way. So that's what we're working on. Um, first in, again, consider he be first in a lot. Um, he said, "His transport, he said, you've done well there. He said, "His transport manager, is £300 a month. The thing is, like I say, Daniel's a mate. And I've spoken to him about it. And he said, Peter, he said, I'm not in it for the money. He said, I'm in it for the experience. I think through me, someone else is signing up with him who's based at my yard. And also, my mate Martin, who wants to go to removals, who's also going to be based at my yard. And bear in mind, he's going to be running a removal truck. He's going to be doing absolutely no miles. So he, he can't be anything but kosher. You know? Very unlikely he's going to get infringement. So, but again, he's doing me a favour. And if I can do him a favour in return, of course, I always will. We worked, you know. I'm, strangely enough, I kind of believe. But if you help people, it will come back on you. And this is one example of one way that has. I do these videos as a result of which I got in contact with Daniel, now I've got a very good, very inexpensive transport manager. So, karma, it's a long game. Uh Sean Blackburn says, your overheads are huge. He says, you've got a transport manager, truck maintenance, staff wages, Forgot parking, don't forget parking. <laughs> he says, I don't know how you sleep at night. Basically, the overheads are huge, but the amount of money you make on the jobs is double. So it has to be double. I mean we had a couple I was quoting on this morning and they were going for loot and money and I just went, can't do it. You know, but you will get the people out there that understand and they'll pay you the right money. Um and like I said and I'll go all the way through with I like trucks. I just like them. Day. I like trucks. I like being higher up. I like I like having space in my cab. I like having a bed. When I got my puncher, I put my bed down for an hour for like three quarters of an hour because I was too early for anyone to be open and a little doze. It's lovely. I'd like a proper bed if I ever get my glass to, I'll get one. It's not for everybody, and it is a project. I like them, but they're a project. You know, we've got two people in the office. We've got stuff going on here. It's not. If you, if you just want to be an owner driver, I still say gluten, tail lift curtain side because this is kind of if, if you, this is for people that want to get involved but I want to get involved it's been interesting been an interesting journey so far um, I'm going to carry on with it right on the subject of trucks we did one on the Tachograph app Ray Taylor says yawn mate this is my life now <laughs> Wasn't fully prepared for what was involved when I started, but it is. You can drive for up to four and a half hours, then you must have at least a forty-five minute break. But you can split that break. We'll get into it. I'm on my. I've got a thirty-minute break now, but I'm. You know, I'm using it. I'm having a rest at the same time talking to you guys. But I will do one on it just to let you know. I keep saying trucks are a project to let you guys know if you decide to swap from a van to a lorry, what you're actually letting yourself in for. It's not that difficult. People, I mean, like, we'll go on this event. Matthew Smith says, "Oh yeah, thank you for clearing something up. I wasn't sure about the daily rest. He says your usual daily rest is 11 hours, but can be reduced to nine hours three times a week. I wasn't sure if it's three times a week or three times a fortnight. Apparently, it's three times a week. I'll check that, but apparently, it is." Um, he also says, because I did this one on the Tachograph app that I use, he said all this information is available on the taco head. Well, it kind of is not kind of isn't. If I flick my taco head down now, it will tell me how long I've been driving for, how long I've been resting for, how long I've been on a break for. But, I mean, there might be other stuff on there, but it won't tell me how many weekly rests I've had, how many reduced weekly rests I've had, when I need to... Um, download the driver's card. It's really handy, that thing. Don't get me wrong, you can get the free version and you'll be fine with the free version. It's just having all the information on one screen in front of you. It tells me when I've got to download the driver's cards, how long I've been driving for, how long I've been continuously driving for, how much rest I've had. It's it's all there in front of you. It's, it's like I say, it's either, it's either free or £20 for life. It's not, I've spent more money on things that I've used less. Um... Derek McDonald says, (laughs) he says, well done, Pete. It's a hard subject to cover. I've been driving for up to seven years and it still confuses me. It's not quite, the problem is a lot of it's counterintuitive. If it was all like regimented, so it's like two times a week, you can reduce your daily rest. Two times a week, you can drive for more than nine hours. Two times a week, you can, you can extend your, but it's not. It's all over the shop. But like I say, I will do one on this one just to let you know. Uh, the crazy world of truck driving stuff. Um, and out of his senses. This is No wonder so many people are breaking the law. It's so hard to understand. He's concerned that I don't understand it. No, I do. But it's a bit like... A lot of it is a bit like... Um, it's a bit like trying to, you know, rub your stomach while pat your head. You know, you can do it. But it, it takes a bit of... um. Did I do that? It kind of... it. it after a while I spoke to Daniel about this and I said how do you do it he said mate I've been driving for like 20 years he said after a while you just know it just comes anyway thoughts as always uh, what else do we do oh yeah this one I think is quite close to everyone's heart this one this is the problems of quoting on a job when you don't have the info- or the right information Um Sam, is it Sam Hart? I've scribbled your second name there. Sorry, Sam. He says, I've already fallen foul of this one. He's of the belief that there should be some mandatory tick boxes when posting the job. Um, you know, so, you know, so you post a job and down the side it will say distribution centre or airport or Amazon or hospital or um, zone. You les, uh, tell you what there does need to be, guys, if you're listening out there on a CX. With the coming in of the LEZ being the LEZ being extended, particularly for the haulage exchange, we need to see if the job's in the LEZ as well as into the ULEZ, because all my motors are Euro 5. And I'm um, unlikely to change them before March, so that would be dead handy. But yeah, a little bit more information would be handy. Um, Danny Boyce, as long as it fits, I'll be happy. You say that, mate. You wait till you pack that Arctic onto a bay and you're sitting there for three hours, you won't be happy anymore, trust me. Um, it does get a bit like, guys, come on now, <laughs> you know, what are you playing at, you know? Van um, on the run, first in again, for this one, it was again, you. He said, You have to use, he's right, I mean, this is what's been reiterated. You have to get into quote quick to win it, but um, he said, You're just not sure of what you're getting. And he said, um, A lot of the time, maybe the shipper's not sure. I think you're right. I think that people will ring us up and they'll go, Well, I need a van. And you go, Yeah, okay. Well, what we transport in? What kind of van? What size van? Oh, I don't know, really. Just get it with the removals. Oh, it will fit in a Luton. Will it? Well, the contents of a house it won't trust me houses are really big vans are really small and well in comparison to houses and if you try and pack everything in a one room you'd struggle so you can't pack it in a one room you can't pack it in a one van so but yeah they should be it would be nice but I think we'd all like a little bit more info each shippers included Um and he said, and yeah, he goes on to say that on the run, he says, it's often the wrong van selected, and that works both ways. You know, he said, he's seen it. Short wheelbase is needed. And then you look at the load and it's 1.8 meters tall, or two meters tall. Yeah, short wheelbase. I've had it before, we've had, um, sort of, seven and a half tonne, 18 tonne. Load is 2.3 meters high, 2.8 meters high. So there's no 18 tonne or seven and a half tonne in the world that I know that will take a two point eight meters for this you need an Arctic for that now you might not want an Arctic because it's really light um and and it's sort of and you don't want to pay Arctic money, but it's big <laughs> unfortunately, if it's big, you need a big vehicle to move it unless you can going lay it down right on to the miscellaneous van uh, on the run <laughs> first of again um he says um. He says, because he, he was thinking about a truck thing, he said, I'll probably stick with a lumen. Like I say, unless you're thinking of getting more than one, I wouldn't really advise jumping into um, a 7.5. But if you if you can run into a 3. Well, watch your space, I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, Lee Allen, um, he's done his theory test, he, he's done the same as me. Uh, back on the 40, he said, um, so. Hang on a second. Yeah, basically I think he's also waiting to do his um, class two. So, well, I'll race him. Um, he also says from the recovery point of view, Crouch Recovery and RS Recovery are two of the best out there. What I did when I blew my tyre, um, I basically Googled. Um, I, I Googled tyre, commercial truck tyres from in the area, and then got a number and then rung them. And the guy says, have you got an account with us? And I said, no. But I can pay you all the money up front with a card right now. I've got my card on me, 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 my bank card. So no one turns around and says no to money. And I guess it's the same from recovery. I don't know if there was some kind of insurance, some kind of like AA thing where you could pay yearly and every time you broke down you get recovered. I don't know of one. If you do, in fairness, when it comes down to the lorry, again, something else to bear in mind if you're thinking of jumping from van to lorry. The AA does not turn up as far as I know stick your van on the back of a motor drive you home and then you don't have to pay anything as far as I know when it gets into the bigger motors it starts to cost um, he also says um, always carries with him passport and driver's licence as well as his CPC and of course a digicard but the digicard is in the tucker. yes <laughs> you could eject it probably not a good idea I normally carry my passport and my driver's licence but at the moment my passport's at home but I have got my driver's licence and my CPC card that's kind of two forms of ID. That's, I don't know if that's going to be enough or not. One day I might come unstuck. But uh, Godzilla's he's he's doing the IDR. You know the um, the chemical. I the, chemi- the um, here's a certificate that lets you carry a bomb um, as a credit towards his CPC. Not sure. Now, yeah, this is true. You can do this. We do this thing called um, certificate of private. Co- what's CPC? Certificate of Professional Competence and as drivers we have to do that we have to do basically five courses a year or well, you have to do I think it's, I can't remember off the top of my head either 35, 45 hours something like that but you don't have to do the same course each time they do different ones now they do one on using vehicles as a weapon since the um, the Paris thing, they do one on the Corona now. They also, the, the, the best ones on driving hours is always a handy one to do because you never get that one enough. And also the one on securing loads is a good one to do. Um, but if, yeah, if, if you've got to do it, you might as well do something different. Get your ADR training, you might as well get it. Um, I don't know how easy it is because of the lockdown because I think some of it is practical. You might as well get qualified as an ADR driver, even if you don't even carry ADR, it's always there in it? So there we go. Um, Right. Um, oh, he's also having a nightmare with the O licence. I did one on pitfalls and getting the O licence because the money's in his wife's account. He says, so now, he said, what's happening is he's having to write off to say, look, it's my money, but it's in my wife's account. But, and then he's got to so, say, I wouldn't worry too much, he said, because well, I'm running out of time. I think with the lockdown and everything like that, they should well, they probably may or may not give you some extra time and go, look, I, I made a mistake, but I can't ring anybody, I can't talk to anybody, I'm doing my best here, hopefully it shouldn't be an issue, but I'm sure you are get them in. Um, R-Pad, it says, re-airports, you don't need security because you're escorted. Um, I don't know how that works either, because I just drive in, they say go on that bay over there, but... Um, I think it might have something... It does it does also flag something up. It might be something to do with it as, like, sort of airside and not airside or that kind of thing. I, I wonder if it's... If you go the other side, it gets a bit... I don't know, but I'll be fine. Uh, John Fennell says, thanks for shout-out. He's our man in Ireland. Pleased to see you doing well, John. Good, you know. Keep on tracking, mate. Anybody needs anything taken back to Ireland, I am our guy. Um, Danny Boy. He says he's he had a nightmare the other day. Um... <laughs> he have to put a load in the front because the back was full. I hope that wasn't in that Arctic, mate. Um, yeah, technically speaking, they don't like it if you put stuff in the um, front. That can also can potentially void your insurance. What you want to do from the point of view of uh, traffic officers, make sure it doesn't obscure the wing mirror. So if you have to stick it in the front, stick it in the driver's seat. Well, if you've got a load of gear up here and you can't see the wing mirror, it's not going to go down well. Uh, Steve Campbell... Uh, he's delivering from pubs in his area he says he, oh, every every pub but the local pub that's good you upset <laughs> um five pound of delivery He says not tons but he's making you know you keep the wolf from the door and getting um, you know getting in there so hopefully something good will come out Steve uh jim Bob um he, oh jim Bob yeah he, he said um he wants to be a courier driver jim bob I think he, he, he said himself. He said, I've got a few mental issues, but I'm overcoming it. I hope you do, my friend. I really do. He wants, dearly wants to be a career driver. He says, I've got a car license, but that was five years ago. Uh, He says he's got issues. He's much better now. As far as I understand it, I mean, it depends when you passed your car license. Because if you passed it before a certain time, you kind of allow to drive a van on granddad rights. I've got granddad rights, which entitle me to, I didn't have to take a test to drive a seven-half tonne. I did my CPC training, but I didn't have to take a driving test. I don't know how it works now but you should be able to drive a van up to a certain weight I need you guys out there to help Jim Bobby you let me know what's the biggest vehicle you can drive now say you pass your test tomorrow on a normal driving licence I don't know is it two and a half do you need to test it to a three and a half do you do an LGV test I don't know but you certainly I imagine you could start in like a small van and that could be the way forward for you it is for some people they like the small van thing but Jim I'll have to come back to you on that one mate if that's okay when you guys let me know I'll pass it on to the boy uh, right Ashley Williams how much is it to start on the CX? Ashley I've done you a video um, I don't know if it's going out it'll be coming out soon because I kind of you know just just to give you I think I've done it before but to give you an update of, you know how much money you should have it, it kind of is it's not an exact science but I'll try and it's going out soon little ballpark figure for you mate um, Lee Westcott am I a sole trader? I am at the moment. We kind of want to go limited because, but there's no massive advantage in going limited now because, as directors, me and I have to sign um, liabilities. So it's not like before, whereas everything went crazy, you can just hand it back and say, sorry, you, you, they kind of, it's not so straightforward. But it is something, it's on our list of things to do. But there are many, many things on our list to do. So I'll let you know when it happens. I'll probably give you a rundown. Farbad, am I on Facebook? Right now, I'm not on, the, me and social media. Other than the YouTube thing, not really. Having said that, we now have Instagram. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, if you type in Van Gogh Transport at Outlook.com, that's our email address, or if you type in um, Pete the Courier Driver, it's just pictures of the stuff we pick up and drop off, really. But um, if you can, do me a favour, if you can follow it, it kind of helps, I think, I don't know why. I don't understand these things. But apparently, the more followers you've got, the better. So do us a favour, guys, if you can. It would be nice. Thank you. Um, Sonny Gilter, how can I practice my CPC? Sonny, I've got some good news for you. You don't have to. As far as the CPC is concerned, it's not a test. It's an education. You just have to turn up. You just have to turn up, sit there, listen, stay awake. That's it. And at the end of it, they'll go, well done. You know, so you really, it's just like going to classroom. It's like going to school for five days, but you don't actually have to do an exam at the end of it. That's has gone to your lot, mate. So don't panic on that sport. Uh, Dolly Dalton. Oh yeah, we did one a little while ago on what happens if a small box becomes two pallets. Dolly, now this is interesting. Let's have some takes on this, guys. Um, he says, we don't move until the ship, if, if it turns out that you've got a small one it turns out to be two pallets. So I ring the shipper and I go, right, we're on site we've got the two pallets on board, the van is ready to go, so if you can just change the price on the job now, I can authorise the van to go. The difficulty I've kind of got with that, so the price is not agreed, all it does is it gets on site, you know, I think it's before it even gets loaded, gets on site and goes, right, my van's on site, you said it was a small box, it's two pallets. So he's ready to load, all you do is you have to change the price to the two pallets price. And as soon as you've done it, I'll authorise the load. So, I mean, the only thing I've got with that is they take half an hour or three quarters of an hour to change the price, you're sitting there for an extra three quarters of an hour. Then you've got to fight them for waiting time. You know, it gets complicated. Um, but I, I want to hear everybody else's take on that. He does make the point, he says, you've got very little advantage if you're loaded and ready to go, and he's right. Once you've got the, board, the goods on board, what else are you going to do? Take them home and stick them in your garage. Start charging them for um, storage. Can't, can you? You've got to get it on, get it off, and, uh, and then there you go. So... Right. Um yeah, take on that guys. Let's have some feedback, please. Lee Westcott likes the idea of hand drivers doing a week in the office and vice versa. Um Oh, by the way, you also said you yeah, said the woodwork in the house is impressive. Yeah, I'm not in the house at the moment. I'm in the um I'm at Tilbury Services. Thank you very much, my friend. I'm very very lucky to have that place and I thought too that now I would get it. Um just to let you know, the boot the house is 200 years old, but the beams in the house are 400 years old and they come from reclaimed ships. So I guess I was always destined to be in shipping. <laughs> but yeah, I know, I'm lucky. Thanks very much for noticing. Cheers, mate. Um, also on loading is, uh... Unload, all right, BTH B- B- Transport unloading. He says, Him and another guy spent probably an hour and an hour handballing 40 to 50 boxes off, and at the other end, done the same thing again. And the shipper turns around and says, I'll give you £10 as a goodwill gesture. £10? <laughs> I've done another, that's like two hours extra work. £10. Pound. Um, like I say, if only the shippers could spend a week doing what we do, and I guess if we spend a week doing what they do, maybe. It's never going to happen. He said, but they did pay within four days of invoice, so it's not too painful. Um, Lee again says, is it worth getting a forklift license? Um, "Is it worth getting a forklift license? You're never never not going to use it. The only problem that you've got, as I've had before, is if you turn up to a place and you go, look, I know the drivers are all on break. It's all right, I've got a forklift license. I can do it. They'll go, yeah, but you're not insured. I suppose if you had the fork truck licence, there might be an example, if you had a fork truck licence, if you had your card on you, and the forklift is sitting there, and there's no drivers, you can go, look, I've got a licence, here's my card, I can do it. They might say yes. I reckon you've got about a one in 10 chance. I've also had it before where I've turned up and the woman said, can you drive a forklift? And I went, yes. She said, lovely, because the guy's not into an hour. If you want to do it yourself, you can. I said, thank you very much. I haven't got a forklift licence. I can drive a forklift, but I ain't got a licence. So it's not that difficult, really. This goes backwards, this one side to side, you know, steers, backwards and forwards, up and down, up and down, left and right, tilt. It's not that tricky. Once you get even the extenders, you can do them. Them big JCP things. If I ever win the lottery, I'm going to buy one of those and put it in my garden. Just drive it round and round and round in circles. Love them. But it's like, you know, it's like international rescue, isn't it? There we go, right. I've gone off on one again. Uh, (laughs) Hanif says, how do companies sell jobs on the CX? And how do they get them? Is there a way to buy the jobs? Um, Or end users, is it just marketing? Mate, it's just marketing. End users are the holy grail. They're what we all want. They're an easy life. Know where you're going to. Turning up every day. Have a mug. Have a cup of tea. Charge them proper money because you don't have to pay the sort of the cut. Basically, you're paying a finder's fee for people finding new jobs. That's what the CX kind of is like, you know. But um, yeah, it is a long road. But there is. I've done a video before. I won't repeat myself on how to get inducers. But that's what we all want, mate. That's what we're all hankering after. Um, Steve says pure gym membership is twenty four hours. If you go early in a seven and a half tonne, so parking is easy. And he also says most service stations have showers. Yeah, I've seen a few of them, The showers depends on the service station. I think after a while we start the clock, what's a tidy service station, which one is not a tidy service station. So you might aim for that one to use the showers. As for the pure gym thing, it's going early might defeat the object, unless of course you've been parked up overnight and you're up at like five, six o'clock in the morning. You think, well, I'm gonna crack on first, go and get myself washed up and away you go. But. Um, yeah, the truth is out there. I still don't know what it is. Uh, Kenneth Botex says, how do you source jobs as an owner driver? Join the CX. <laughs> that's what I did. You've got to start somewhere. Join the CX. That's where they all are. Well, that's not where they all are. That's where a lot of them are. So, um... Oh, and Jim Bob was also asked me, said, so, do I drive an HGV and a Luton? And do I have a class one that allows me to drive anything between three and a half and seven and a half tons?" Right, Jim. Um, I don't drive a Luton anymore. As soon as I got into the truck, I sold the Luton. I used the money from the Luton to um, half pay for the truck. Then, no, used the money the Luton to pay for the truck. Because by the time I sold it, it was worth as much as I paid for Alice here. Um, and I have on my license, because I passed my test in 1988, granddad rights which entitled me to drive C1 and C1E, which is anything up to seven and a half tonnes, or I think it's anything up to 10 tonne or 12 tonne if it's towing a trailer. Not that I think I'd be competent to tell a trailer, but soon I'm going to go for my C, I think, which is anything, any rigid lorry you can drive, I believe. Okay. Um, Charles Wunst, what are your thoughts on a long wheelbase transit? Been made redundant, thinking, start a self enjoyed courier driver. Got to start somewhere, mate. Just buy a van. I've done you a video, but. I've done a video before as well on vans. This is trying to specify what different advantages there are vans on the career exchange. Long and short of it is, you want to start, hold your nose and jump. Buy a van. Any van. You can always change it. Uh, Lee Curtis. Uh, Yeah. How much are people paying for live maps? He's paying £130 a month. He said, I don't think you and Big Beard are you paying that. I can't tell you what we pay because I'm now on the haulage exchange and I've got a different subscription because, I, and because I've got like, extra apps for running trucks. But, guys, if you want to tell um, James what the going rate is out there on the CX at the moment, gladly pass it on, as always. Posh Boy, he did a local... right, this one on nightmare jobs. Did a local 20-mile job, 30 quid. The panic was too high and the full truck driver... drove. Hang on a second, I've done this before. So he had to handball the extras. Oh, and basically had to handball the extras on both sides. Got an extra fiver. It comes back again to that thing. We'll um we'll talk about that. I think with a bit more information. Should you move until the job has been changed? Well, you know, should you? I mean, because that's the other one. You can get on site. You're coming back to the um Donny Dalton. You get on site and go, look, this job is not the job I, um, I've i been booked for. And if they go, well, say, oh, what I recommend I do then is I leave and you send another van in, I don't think they'd be happy. I need some thoughts. I need some feedback on this one, guys. I, if it was me, I'd probably just do what I normally do, get it on. Wipe, just get, get it off, wipe my mouth, walk away. No better next time, but you know we'll see. Uh, Ian Merrick with two eyes. Uh, he said, a heads up, there's a guy. Oh, that's right. That's why I've done this, yeah. Uh, there's a guy. Um, he was at a delivery center. he said, "Be careful handing out your driving license number because it can be used for fraud i don 't know about that again guys any any experience of people having their driving license number being used and all that kind of stuff. Um, but thanks again for the heads up Ian, anyway and uh, Addy, the assume lady says, Addie the real slim shade says, How does it work with hiring reward insurance if you 're renting a van don 't know. I imagine normally if you rent a van, you work on their insurance, which tends to be for private use. So I don't know if you'd have to say I'm going to use this as a career driver. I don't know how you'd stand. But Right, so to the conclusion, Tiffy Cornwall says, will we ever see your wife on her videos? Probably not, because I normally make them when she's asleep because I tend to go to bed early and wake up early and she tends to go to bed late and wake up late. She does work, but she doesn't get up at 3 o'clock in the morning like I do sometimes. And also, um, at the moment, I'm in a truck stop. So maybe one day, who knows? If not, at least, at least you get to see the cats. And Daniel Garumba says, we're getting a Renault truck. He says 95%, but he spoke to an AA guy once, and he said 95% of the recoveries that Renaults do uh, that the, the, the AA do, so they must recover trucks, they probably charge you for it, um, are Renaults. He said, you know, a lot of them got Volvo parts and Volvo engines, but it's the electrics that go. And when the electrics that go, you've gone. He said, leave the French to what they do best, champagne and strikes." These are not my words, these are the words of Daniel. Or as I've written down here, ce c'est de So, if you are French, please don't take it personally. Um, I'll probably just buy a DAF. I like DAFs. I say, there's a lot more out there where the money goes. Anyhow, as I've been talking to you, my 30 minutes have uh, rolled over, so I'm going home. And in the meantime, you know what to do. Take care. Take money. Sick of being upsold at gyms?